the day of you know marketing and sales showing up to the same meeting with different numbers, it's just got to end. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. Whether you're just getting started in your career or you're looking for advanced strategies and tactics, this podcast is for you. Here's your host, Sangram Vajray. All right, cool. So we are on episode two of One Team, where we are exploring why One Team is important and the things that are required to really pick up and make One Team a reality. So Peter, why don't you share a little bit more about One Team, get everybody caught up on the idea of why One Team is important and how you think about it. Yeah, so uh, I think about one team as being critical on a number number of levels. And the whole idea here is that within a go-to-market organization, so sales, marketing, customer success, uh, sales development, that everybody's working towards the same goal and that we orchestrate our activities, interactions, and we're all measuring our end result in the same way. We can move the best accounts uh, forward, the ones that are most likely to buy, much faster and create happier customers if we're all kind of working on the same thing rather than working in silos. So that's the idea about one team. And I think uh, the important thing is, you know, one team is not just saying it is important at three levels. One is attitude. How do we solve problems and work together? How do we treat each other when we have a, you know, challenge or a conflict? Uh, The other one is process. So we have to actually operationalize one team. It's not a poster. It's not, you know, just a hashtag. It's actually a workflow and a set of reports and a process and accountability for that process that everybody needs to have. And then it's everybody working towards the same numbers. Uh, I think that. The day of, you know, marketing and sales showing up to the same meeting with different numbers, it's just got to end. I love that. Todd, I know one of the the best things that I see happening every single week is the Monday morning meeting where like Lucas comes in and Tony comes in and both the sales and marketing, everybody in the sales team, everybody in the marketing team attends it at 9 a.m. in the morning. And there's like a celebration. It's great. And it's not just celebration because we're closing a whole bunch of deals. There's a celebration of joint efforts and things. Kind of talk to us. How does that transpire into one team? Yeah, I think it's an outcome of, you know, really this journey we've been on. Right. And, um, you know, the, for me, the, you know, joining an ABM company, it's like, like any other (laughs) thing, like we've got to do it right. Like, you know, we need to understand what our marketing and sales, you know, customers are are going through. Right. And like, you know, that's where Peter and I really, you know, roll up the sleeves and like, you know, we need to be doing this better than anyone else. We need to understand the challenges and, you know, we we need to, you know, help educate the market on, you know, how to, how to go through this, you know, transformation. And and for us, it was, it was easy for me because it's like, you look at where, where were their inefficiencies in what we were doing as a business, right? Like SDRs were scorching the earth Going yeah. after thousands of accounts, very unpersonalized, you know, outreach, and and that doesn't do anyone good in, in that equation. You know, we're arm wrestling people to you know to, to take to see a demo. Like no one wants to see a demo. No one wants to see like a solution to a, a problem or a challenge that they have within their organization. Our AEs were then you know when that gets passed over, they're wasting a lot of time, right? And time is money for for AEs. And so you know where you know forty percent of those demos they were doing were you know to companies that just weren't ready for us. 
right? Like, and, and so, um, you know, the whole premise around that was like, if we can get them, you know, spending the right amount of time on good fit accounts, you know, the outcome for them is going to be greater. The outcome for the company is going to be greater. And they're not going to feel like, you know, a third of their week was, was wasted. And then it moves over to the CSMs who are trying to, really convince and force companies that weren't ready yet for ABM. Not that they weren't a good fit, but they just weren't ready, like to be ready. Yeah. And that's, they're spending three X amount of time on companies that weren't ready than those that were and making them better, you know? And so, um, it was a, it was a great opportunity for us to, you know, solve for some of the inefficiencies in our business, which just opened our whole organization up like, this is what our customers are, are faced with. This is what our prospects are faced with. Um, and now we're really helping them understand how to do it right and, and take, you know, baby steps into this thing. It's it's not like you just go on a full-on transformation, right? You know, it's a crawl, walk, run strategy, and, and we're helping companies understand how to do that effectively. Yeah, I think a lot of the listeners today are trying to do account-based marketing, and a lot of them are having the same challenges. I mean, I remember... Uh, Todd, when you came in and you're like, man, we got to be doing ABM. And we, let's be honest, we were not doing ABM. I personally, as the CMO, wasn't really focused on doing ABM because of the tools, the technology, the team, all those things happening. And as Peter came in, he really took a very data-driven approach and said, we got to do this. But there's one more thing that you guys did that was really cool. You got buy-in from everybody in the organization you got buy-in from everybody in the sales team, in the marketing team, in the executive team. Talk to us about the process of how people can go in and get buy-in from everybody and why is that so important? Well, I think a good place to start is we had to absolutely talk about the business problems that we were trying to solve. Yep. So everybody is going to listen if you're able to describe, here's a business challenge that we have, everyone will feel it, and then bring solutions to the table. So for me, when I came on board at Terminus, I really saw a couple clear opportunities to just get better and have a huge impact on the business. I, I knew in my core that we could fundamentally change the business. We were already a really fast-growing company, but I knew we could kind of put a rocket behind that. So uh, the things that I saw and that I started talking about were we needed a data-driven approach to you know, which accounts we were going to target. We just needed a better process. It's not something we wanted to, you know, outsource to somebody or just have a bunch of sales team members, you know, go in a room and pick target accounts. I'd done this before and was really confident I had a data-driven approach to targeting accounts. And the second thing is we needed to figure out how to work together to progress our uh, hottest accounts through the funnel. And when I talked to people in the organization, I heard a lot more, feedback that we were working in silos. So you bring that to the table and you say, hey, you know what, guys, I've done this before. I got a solution, you know, sales leader, marketing leader together, and we're all going to, you know, solve these problems and we're going to do it really quickly. Everybody kind of perks up and is ready, ready to go. So that was, I would say at Terminus, that was the easiest process that I've ever, you know, the easiest team to work with in terms of saying, you know, really rallying behind people who have a big idea and want to change the company and want to change the world. And I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. How did, how did this work on the sales team? Like was sales team like ready? <clears throat> like did the SDR team and the AE team like, you know, trusted that we're going to like, because you reduce the number of accounts right on the, on the sales team. So talk to us about and to help people understand how to get buying on the sales team to actually do account-based marketing. 
Well, so for the sales team, it was easier than than the SDRs. I mean, the sales team, you know, they're sitting there just saying, you know, please help, right? Yeah. Like I'm spending <laughs> a lot of time on, you know, accounts that just, you know, aren't ready for our solution, right? And so, you know, that was fairly easy, right? They helped us, you know, really kind of tighten up our qualifications and, and what their expectations were when an account was passed over from the SDR. So to me, that was easy. And then like in, in return, though, we had to say, hey, we're going to get you to, you know, the right number, you know, of, you know, first meetings. And, you know, we, we believe conversion rates will go up. And so some of it was, you know, some trust in us that we were going to get to a place where, you know, yes, they can crush their quota still, right? The SDRs, you know, that was just, you know, for me, like I saw a big gap in, you know, SDRs being promoted into an AE, you know, from a skill set perspective. So some of it was like, look, if you slow down and you do a little bit more discovery as you're, you know, going after some of these accounts, if you do a little bit more personalization, ultimately you're preparing yourself to be a better sales professional, right? And so that was one piece for me because we want to continue to promote from within, but we got to make sure that our SDRs are ready for that. So some of what we were doing was to help them from a skill set and a career path in perspective. And the other is like, man, that's an exhausting, like thankless job to sit there and just pound through a thousand accounts, right? Get rejected, you know, and, and it just isn't good for your brand and the company's brand to be scorching the earth today, right? You've got all the tools and technologies at your fingertips to, 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 to pause and take a more personalized and, and approach to where you genuinely care about that, that company, yep. right? And so while that's easy to say, oh, let's shift, right? Right. There was skill set, you know, challenges within that right it's it's easy for somebody to come in and like just to hammer out you know a thousand emails a day and not think about it right and now it's looking at that company that profile you're going after and think about that message you want to you know craft and deliver to them and so we had to make sure that we spent tons of time just helping them really you know slow down you know think a little bit you know do a little bit of research and take the, the right approach moving forward you know and and that, look it didn't happen overnight yep you know, back to buy-in from the ceo and cfo you know they gave us a couple months you know of, of time to get there right yeah you're, you're not going to transform your organization in in 90 days you know right. and just be fully cranking right after that right it's going to take a little bit of time and you're going to learn along the way and so you know, our CFO was fantastic and our CEO of saying, hey, yeah, we're going to help support the teams yep. financially while they're going through this transition, you know, with us. And, you know, so back to buy in from the executive teams without that. Right. Like it, with this one would have been a smoother process for us. That's awesome. I think as people are listening to this podcast right now, people are probably recognizing how important the alignment is. And this is not done overnight. You need buy in from everybody. And I also recognize myself going through this process with you guys is that, even though we are an ABM company, that's what we preach. That's what the product is. It wasn't an easy transition for everybody, right? It's something that everybody wanted to go to and do it, but it took a little bit of time and it required a lot of trust internally, trust building that, hey, look, we might fail and we failed a few times in the early days, but we kind of started to kind of go back and say, no, we're going to really focus on it, do our best and figure out a way to get this thing done. And now, Looking back, like what, six months into it, it feels like there is a process, there is a method to the madness. So on the next podcast, I want to talk to you guys about the secret formula of how to actually do this thing. Because once we have one team, once we have buy-in, now really we need to operationalize it. So stay tuned for the next week and we'll talk about how do you operationalize ABM. Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. 
make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Thank you.